Savan, welcome back. Thank you. How's Africa? You know, cradle of civilization. It's so cool. 25 hours of travel time there, two days yeah. there working, and 25 hours back. Man, I get stuck in a long commute to work and I'm cranky. How are you surviving 25 hours I of travel? I am cranky as fuck. Okay, you don't seem like it. Um, you don't have kids? No. You don't have kids? I have a dog. Does that count? Not yeah, yet. <laughs> not yet. Um, you're not Armenian. You're not Armenian? No. Oh, Gary has kids? 21-year-old. Um, Eric Maciel's not here. Um, Gary Roberts is in the house running the, running the gear. Um, Gary, make sure you put the mic up to your mouth when you talk. The further away it is from your face, there you go. the closer it is, the better you look. My son, Avi, mm -hmm. takes gymnastics at Santa Cruz Gymnastics. Yeah. And class starts at 9.15. And class had been going for five minutes, and a parent rolls in and is like, "Oh my God, I didn't know it was over here. Oh my God, I didn't know it was over here. Here, my daughter's here." And now, and now she's interrupting the whole class and stopping the class because she's five minutes late. Not cool. No. I try to just blend in most. Yeah, that's like the guy that's late to CrossFit class, and they're like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." I'm like, yeah. "It's fine. Just blend right yeah, blend in. in. Just blend Shut in. Shut the fuck <laughs> Okay. Sometimes I'll wait in the car until they go on the 400 meter run. And I'll just try to oh my gosh, we have so many of those. I've started walking <laughs> out and like grabbing them from their car and like making them go run. What do you mean you have so many of those? Are you an instructor somewhere? Yeah, I Where? teach full time at Industrious. And in what state is that in? Washington, Seattle. You're looking at me like I should have known that. That's okay. <laughs> it's a pretty hopping gym. How many members do you have? Like, uh, I want to say we have over 450. Yeah, it's, it's pretty big. Holy shit, how did you know that? They blow it out for the open every year. They get oh like my a gosh. DJ. It's so like, cool. It looks like it looks like a nightclub in there. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of work, um, but it definitely makes the experience unique. Mm -hmm. You don't them. even need me, Matt. Look at you. Yeah, this is, I'm kind of wondering what you're doing here. <laughs> you I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's, it's good to have you back. You don't even I, need me. You're I causing really, me to sweat. I like, I like being over here. I'm glad that you're here. Gary, too. Tia, you too. How old are you, Tia? 26. And, uh, oh, someone told me you were 24. That makes more it's sense. It's kind of the same thing. You've been <laughs> to the regional seven times? Yeah. This, well, this makes seven, so actually only six, but seven in a month. Is there any other non-games athlete that's been to the regionals as much as you? Are there a bunch of you? Are there a bunch of you guys that just hold down the fort at the regionals but never go to the games? That's like, a really good question. Like a Thank Facebook you. group? Sport group? <laughs> there should be a suicidal <laughs> hotline. This is a great idea. <laughs> Have I never thought about this? Is it? Is it? Is it? Um, are we touching on something that's sensitive? Is it painful not to go to the games? And have been seven times. Like, what the fuck? Are you like, hey, that's it's fine. I'm not. I'm not in it to win it. Um. Well, no, not like that at all. Uh, at the beginning, I. I think I just held myself back a lot, and I was just kind of like waiting for life to give me the opportunity to train like that. Um, I didn't start taking like training seriously. I didn't even know what that looked like until 2016. Um, I graduated college, and then I actually started training. I cared about what I ate, <clears throat> and training was a priority. And that's when I started doing well at regionals. And so once I kind of proved to myself that I could like step into that level of commitment then it took off mm -hmm. and so yeah I've been to regionals seven times but I've really only been competitive at regionals for the last two or three years and when you say that you didn't let yourself um, you didn't let yourself because you were waiting for life is there a follow-up to that like finally you're like fuck that life's never gonna offer it to me I had to take it you had um, to make it happen or are you saying you just kind of 
slid into this new way of training? No, no, I definitely had to make it happen. I had a couple people that were like, why don't you like actually do a training program? I was like, what's that? <laughs> um, I was doing like an hour of CrossFit a day, right? Like just doing CrossFit classes. Just like the rest of us. <laughs> Except you were qualifying for regionals. Yeah, and well, I had a really huge interest in weightlifting, so I was doing some weightlifting programs too. And and then someone was like, "You should get on a program that kind of tears towards your weaknesses or something like that." And so I did, and that's kind of what I mean by that. And do you have a coach? I do. Who's that? Spencer Arnold. Spencer Arnold, Power and Grace Performance. The name sounds familiar. Does he have any other athletes? Is that Danny Horan's? He was working with Chrissy Aramo. Oh, okay. Um, and then um, she's he's got Chelsea Hughes and a couple others. Oh, I saw a picture. And there's speaking of Chelsea, there's you with the Chelsea Griggs. Oh, that's Chelsea Grigsby. Grigsby. Yeah, that's different awesome. Chelsea, but Chelsea, that Chelsea's so cool. She seems cool. She's never made it to the games. She's not. She's been really close many times. Yeah. Have you guys ever cried it out together? <laughs> no. You know, I haven't <laughs> I've never talked to her about it. But, like, talk about being in the same shoes. What's the closest you've been? Last year. Last year was sixth place. It was, was 20 I was, points. I was pulling for you hard. Man, what a tough experience. Yeah. How, how, 20 points? Yeah. And who is, who is, who is, whose feet were you staring at? Who was, like, that close to you? Who, um, was, who was in fifth? Well, I think Casey Campbell hopped into a spot. Um, Carly Fear hopped into a spot. I think she was floating outside the top five for a few events. But I hung in the top five the entire weekend. You're little. Um... Sure. <laughs> <laughs> what? I think she's that's little. perception. Matt, she's yeah. little. I mean, yeah, not to, Maybe uh, not to Avi or right. not to me. But I mean, like, next to Matt, you're little. <laughs> yeah. Compared, compared to the majority of games. Like, how tall are you? Regional? Five, three. Oh, mine's not too little. I mean, it's little. And how much do you weigh? Mm, I'm sitting at like 140 right now. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you, okay. I don't know what the average stats are. What's like the average height of a of a woman's? I'd say maybe five five. I mean, the internet's gonna roast me on this. Five five, maybe one forty five fifty. I'm, I'm for, guessing for the women. Yeah, I want to say it's the tip of the bell. Like, we're no games expert in here. We're just shit talkers. But um, <laughs> uh, Emily Abbott's one sixty five. I think she's the heaviest. Oh, okay. And I, I don't I don't know how tall she is, but she she's fucking lean as fuck. Yeah, right? well like look at China Cho. If you're really tall, you're like also like yeah. little, lean. But if you're not like over one thirty, man, moving those I mean, weight moves weight, right? I mean I don't wanna say that you have to be I think it's heavy, just like muscle type. Like I don't even think it matters about frame. I think it's like what kind of muscle you have and mm. if you have the ability to, to just like lift heavy weights. I don't know. T tell me what other different kinds of muscle are there? <laughs> like type one, type two. There's are like there really? Fast are twitch. There? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like fast twitch. And there's like white and red. I don't know. There's just a bunch of different kinds. Do you have the good stuff? I don't really want to go there. But <laughs> you don't have the good? You got, you got the shit muscle? Um, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I think it'd be really cool to find out. My, my wife's calling me. Oh. This is um, all new to me. Uh, so sorry. Hold on one second. I, I feel like Emily Abbott was the one who, like, hi. We're doing a podcast. Uh, hey, Haley. Uh, you can. You could come and meet Tia, Tia Wright, too, if you want. It's up to you. <laughs> this stuff gets cut out, right? No, this is going to stay. Really? No, no, yeah. he's cool. He's, he's out watching Spider-Man. Gary, watching Spider good job on that. On the couch. 
Yeah, I had that prepped. Yeah, we could tell. I know, I know you don't like him watching Spider-Man, but but this is like, I brought talking about, I'm like, okay, like, Eric, go, Eric who? They're like trying to teach me how to lift. Yeah. And I was like trying to transform my lifts. Why don't you want to talk about it, Tia? About what? Uh, what they, like you got, do you not have the good muscle? Oh, I mean like just all the different kinds. There's oh, just, it's you a know? boring conversation. Well, I mean, it's just like super complex. I don't, what I did, think. What did you study in school? Human biology. Oh, okay. Fred, where did you graduate from? UW. So you're uh, University so of Washington. You're smart. Sometimes I forget that people like don't know what UW is. Huskies. You took organic chemistry. Mm, I did take OCHEM. Yeah. Did you take all three? I took one and two. How'd you do? I did all right. Okay. All right. C's, get, C's get degrees. All right. All right. Pretty good. All right. Pretty good. Okay. We're outgunned here. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even get close to OCHEM. Oh, don't worry. I don't even remember a lot of it. I honestly just got a degree because everyone said I had to. I, I was like, can I just go be a games athlete already? Like, let's just get rid of all this school stuff. I majored in history, and I don't even know what Savon majored in. I don't even know if Savon knows Savon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> can we not talk about what I majored in? All right, moving oh on. Oh my God, I'm sweating like a pig. <laughs> this coffee's so hot. <laughs> Didn't we say put three ice cubes in your coffee? Yeah. Leave. Then, then I took Avi to uh, soccer today. And while he's playing soccer out in the field, one of the parents there has extra kids. They have, like, the kid that's in the class, and then they have extra kids just running around. And their kids are playing inside the soccer goal while the class is going on and distracting <laughs> the other kids. I'm like, dude, like, what the? I, I want to call Child Protective Services and just be like, just take these kids away. Uh -huh. I mean, it's, just, it's just bad parenting. It's just so fucking sloppy. Like, don't let your kids disturb the class that your other kids are in. Yeah. Anyway, I went back to it. Anyway, no, that's I, right. That's how I feel about I, I, like when do other dogs jump on you at a dog park. Yeah. I'm like, really? Like that's like dog training 101. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Your dog doesn't jump on you. Well. Someone else's dog. Well, it's like there, there's a minimum. The there's a minimum baseline of rules that we all need to follow here to get along. Yeah. Right. And if your kid or your dog is not following those, get out. Yeah. What makes a good trainer? Add an affiliate. The ability to work with many different types of people. Ooh, I like that. Let's build a list of characteristics. One. Late people. Capable. Like, give me an example. Like, Ooh. old, young. Okay, yeah. Fat, skinny. Sure. I was talking weak, more strong. like like shy or outgoing or um, people who are, like, really nervous. Mm -hmm. um, people who've never done sports in their life and people who are... Maybe coming from a college level background. Um, did someone teach you how to do that, or did you know how to do that? To what work with different types of people? Yeah, is that is that just inherent? You either you either have good social skills, or you're a douchebag. Your parents fucked you. <laughs> I think I got it from my mom. <laughs> She's just like a schmoozer, you know. Like take her to a party, and she'll talk to everyone, and everyone will love her. And I just picked up on that. I was like, well, I'll probably be working with people one day, so. I want everyone to feel comfortable around me. I don't want I don't want people to be intimidated. I don't want people to be nervous. Um, I want people to feel like they're themselves. So I like whoever they are. I want to pull the the best thing out of them. Are you good at it? Um, yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> how many How many people How many people is too many for the class for you? Can you do twenty? Well, we capped our classes at eighteen. We had to. That's big. It's big. And like on barbell days, we'd sometimes just have to cap it at 14. Mm. Um, but way too often do we have classes of like 22. Today at soccer, when Avi was in soccer, there was a game where you had to kick the ball and hit the coach. 
<laughs> and when you kick the ball and hit the coach, he gives you a T-shirt. And when you get the T-shirt, then you run and you throw it in the goal. It's funny. Oh, Avi funny. kicked him and hit him six times. <laughs> what does that say about Avi? Before he gave him a f- one fucking shirt. Oh, and I'm, wa- I'm watching that. Oh. And I'm like, how, how are you not paying attention to my kid? Yeah. He, he's, he's, already, he's already pretty shy there. And he, and he hit him six times. I was frustrated. How many kids and how many balls? Um, there were 20 balls and 12 kids. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah. How old was Six. Six times. He hit the coach six times. Hmm. Yeah. Some great shots, too. I want him to kick him in the fucking nuts. I want him to miss and kick him in the shin. <laughs> you got to relay that to your child. So, so and, and, and I bring this up because, yeah, so I, you're, yeah. you're, 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 it's one thing to be um, negligent and miss something. It's one. It's another thing to give someone an order, and then in the follow through, the coach doesn't give you a feedback. feedback. Yeah. 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 I think. Um, I mean, like that was the whole thing. He was supposed to be rewarded with a T-shirt, and he right. wasn't getting it. Right. Like, do it. You were told, and then get rewarded for it or not. Yeah. Um, the way we have our gym set up, at least, um, we've got like four men's platforms and four women's platforms. And so at least when they're doing the strength portion, there's only ever like less than eight people lifting at a time. They go through groups, you know, they just kind of like rotate through. And I think it makes it a lot easier for a coach to be like, Hey, try this. And then just stay there, watch them do their lift and be like, yes or no, that was good or bad. Right. Um, I feel like we're lifting in here. I'm sweating so much. Are you sweating? I'm pouring. Huh. You just have to wear less clothes, like all the CrossFitters. I can't. <laughs> it's gonna be a half hour into the podcast. Shirt comes off. <laughs> um. So you've been training there. How long? How long you been a coach there? Um. Man, I've been there for four years, and I believe I've been coaching there for three. So one year of part-time and two years of full-time. How did you make the transition from client to coach? Um, initially at the beginning, I kind of wasn't sure when I got there whether I wanted to open my own gym or not. And so they definitely held off on hiring me as a coach because I think that that impact is obvious. Um, what do you mean? Meaning they would be threatened by it? No. No, I it. think like when you integrate a coach into your community, you know, they become, they become a huge part of your community. And... Like, socially, I like I love it, and um, I think they just wanted to make sure that I was there to, like, really invest myself in the business rather than just, like, be a coach that comes and goes. Did you ask a bunch? About coaching? Yeah. I actually did. Um, yeah, I did a lot. How long had you been there before you asked, hey, can I coach? Um, I think it was a couple months. Yeah. I e- mean, it was... Be- Ever- Eager beaver. beaver, yeah. Eager beaver, yeah. Super. This <laughs> is something I love, so I was like, couldn't live without it. I mean, uh, um, Gary's fl- throwing pictures up of you up here. That's the gym. And there's this picture in the center he just had up. Oh. Um, that's not a bad physique on the left, <laughs> right? Right. It's just different. It's just different for different stuff. Well, like this is like like athlete, like college level athlete, right? And this is like actual athlete <laughs> I mean it's kind of like what I looked like when I played water polo in college I was I was bigger than I am now but what's the what what what, what, is, what can what can this lady do on the right out, outside from the specific CrossFit training you've been doing what can this lady on the right um, the shredded one do that this other one couldn't do so much I think what is that just diet no I th- honestly I think it's just like longevity like just doing it for a long time 
and like putting in the work over a long period of time routine yeah and i wouldn't say that like yeah i work on my nutrition but like so does everyone in crossfit we're all very curious and like i came in and out of like paleo challenges back in the day or whatever um and i've sort of leveled out and like figured out what my body likes so yeah i'm sure there's some like diet and knowledge in there but um this this girl is just a lot more confident and that sort of builds on top of itself um why why are you more confident now just because you're older and more experienced not because of the body type right or also because of the body type no i think i think that is part of it i think i mean that's a great body you had in college i know um i mean i i love my body there i did i was super confident i'm equally as confident in this picture than i was in here in this confident in this picture um, and hey, for people who are listening, I don't want to hear any shit about being sexist or that we shouldn't be talking about body types. These are people who work out two, three hours a fucking day, <laughs> and it's okay to talk about their fucking bodies. Yeah. Just like it's okay to talk about to a lion about its mane, you can talk about across to a CrossFitter man or woman about their physique. Yeah, I think. So take your hands off the keyboard. Send all your complaints to Eric at CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, people say the stupidest <laughs> shit on the fucking internet. Oh. Man. Nah, please don't play with that. It's inappropriate. Okay. <laughs> um, it's just different. So, so you're not saying anything there. What, I, I didn't read what you're saying here, but you're... I personally just want people to love their body regardless. Right. Um, and I want them to, like, celebrate the little goals. So, like, along the way, like, my body just changed, and eventually it just became what it, became what it is now. Who knows where it, oh, man, what it's going to look like in two years, you know? Right. Um, and it's not like I was like, oh, like, I'm, I don't like my body. Like, I was never like that. I was like, I love my body. I don't care what it looks like. Like, I love it. When I have kids and it changes, I'm going to love it mm-hmm. because it's going to be doing something different. But right now, what this body is doing, I love. And that is, I think, the, the, the cool part. Is that sustainable, the body that you're sitting there with right now across from Matt Fishel? Yeah, the, uh, yes. It is. Yes, because... It's taken eight years to get there. Okay. Cool. When people take... You're better at the pegboard than Matt is. That's pretty cool. Uh, that's because you love... The, yeah, you're pretty good at the pegboard. I know. That's why I had to say that. That's, that's cool. actually only like the fourth or fifth time I've ever been on a pegboard. Oh, well, then now you're probably better than me. I've my won. pegboards are both... <laughs> this is at a different gym. This is across from my parents' house. Mm. And the pegboards that I have that I actually like train on are on the back of my house. My dad built them. Like, if you fall, you're going to go through the deck. So, so don't fall. <laughs> yeah, you don't have an option. If you're scared, you got to, like, hop onto the roof. <laughs> have you ever done it where you're climbing the pegboard and you take your hand off and, and, the, and the peg just slips and falls to the ground and you're hanging 12 feet in the air from one peg? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, I haven't either. It's really scary. We have two pegboards next to each other, and that's happened to me, and I've had to, like, reach over and pull the peg off of the other pegboard. Oh, you don't just, like pull it out and try to slam it in the next one real fast? No, I tried to stick my, finger, I tried to stick my fingers in the hole. <laughs> it didn't work. That would be scary, too. Um, when, when, you, when you'd been going to this gym for two months and you wanted to be a coach, had you taken your L1 yet? Yeah, I had been coaching ever since 2011. So by the time oh. I got there, I had been coaching for several years. Where? Um, I s- technically started coaching down in Oregon in, like, 2011 or 12. Was it a CrossFit gym? Uh-huh. And what was the name of that gym? Uh, that was CrossFit Absolute. Um, and then I actually went to Tommy's gym in Lake Oswego. Tommy oh, Reg. Oh, pardon me. Reg, L1 guy. Okay. Um, and I wanted to coach there, but I just kind of like observed and just he, like... He's on the L1 team? Yeah. Oh. So yeah, he's like OG up there in the Northwest. So you learn from the best. Sure, yeah. 
yeah um and then uh and then i moved up back to washington and i started coaching at crested advantage awesome gym um cody just did a really good job of like teaching me what it takes to coach a class i came from an open gym structure um the first gym I ever went to was just all open gym. And so the coaches were there floating around. Wait and that, a second. There was a CrossFit gym that was just, just open? I loved it. Wow. It was so cool. I've never even heard of that. Have you heard of that, Matt? No, I haven't. I, like, it honestly, like, just sparked so much for me because it was almost like the coach could just work on the things that really needed to be worked on. And if what someone, was the community vibe like there? Oh, so fun. Like, sometimes people would come in and they'd just hang out. And they'd just be foam rolling or whatever. Or sometimes people would just come in and they maybe one person needs a 10-minute warm-up. Maybe one person needs a 30-minute warm-up. They get there at different times, but they do the workout at the same time together. Would, th- would there be a workout of the day? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's just written on the board. The warm-up's also on the board. Mm-hmm. And when you're new, the coach is just there always with you, like, going through it. Um, but when you start to, like, get your ropes and you kind of, like, understand what's going on, then you get a little bit more freedom and... Mm-hmm. And the coaches just all, there's multiple coaches on it at a time, and they're just always floating around. Who, is that gym still open? Yeah, Maple Valley CrossFit. Oh, I'd love to have that guy in here and see how that goes. I, um, that's what's so cool about the affiliate model. Yeah, it's so free. Get the methodology. Yeah. And do what works for you. And practice, it was so practice, practice, practice. focused. I loved it. Um, I learned a lot from that coach. Her name's Carrie Gordon. Um, she was definitely my inspiration to become a coach. Did anyone ever tell you that, hey, don't even bother trying to go to the games or don't it's it's not it's not achievable for you have you ever had any any no, no so you've, it's all, you've always had support yeah and i for a long time when i said that i wanted to go to the games it just it wasn't a reality at the time but winners make winners make that a reality and when i realized i could i i made it happen when did you re- make you've been reading some self-help books um i've read some good books because that was like a line right out of a self-help book. No, it? I made that one up. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so you're an author. <laughs> I would love to write a book. A self-help. What would it be about? Oh, my gosh. Um, don't forget your question, Matt. I'm no. going to you in two seconds. Oh. I don't. That's still being compiled. I don't what know. What the book would be about? I, I honestly think it would be like a guide on how to transform your life to be positive. Um, did you, did you come from some hardship where you had to transform your life into something positive? Mm, I think that we all have dirt in our past, yeah. Um, No matter how big or small, like our emotional realities are just emotional realities. And um, whether that's you losing your parents, or I didn't lose my parents, but whether that's you losing your parents or maybe you moved when you were younger and when you were two, that was heartbreaking. I don't know. Mm. Um, But emotional realities are, are something that everyone goes through and it just sort of makes you who you are. And I just didn't really pick up on how negative I was. I thought I was a really, I I am naturally a really positive person, but just that last 3% has been so life-changing. Did someone say to you, hey, you're a bitch? No. 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 I I actually, I worked with a lady one time and she said that someone really close to her, she said she was always a bitch her whole life. And she said someone who was really close to her finally just goes, hey, you're a bitch. And that just clicked for her and she turned her whole shit around. I mean, I never knew her when she was a bitch. That's like, I can't even believe it. Yeah. <laughs> she's like one of the nicest ladies I've ever met. It's like That's B- like, it's like the BC best AD. thing someone could say to you. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I had a friend tell me that one time. Not that I was being a bitch. Probably should have said it, to be honest. But he You're said, definitely not a bitch. He said, hey, enough with the pity parties. It was my friend Thomas Rolino. I remember he said to me an everlasting impression. So How about when I said to you, uh, 
your misery is your insincere in your own misery. Yeah, your misery is very insincere. I wrote it on my board and I cry every time I read it. So yeah, awesome. it left its impression. <laughs> you remember what you said? You got to surround yourself by positivity. She erased that from your whiteboard. <laughs> you I, I actually rem- really liked it. Do you remember <laughs> really what you said to me? No. You said it's a coping mechanism. Oh, yes. It's, a, <laughs> it's how I cope. Yeah, I, I do was like, that. wow. I was quite, <laughs> Um So when you ask to be a coach at CrossFit Industrious after just being there two months, you had already been a coach, so you felt like you were established mm-hmm. and that you deserved it. And when they said no... Well, what did they say? Did they say no, or did they say, well, think about it, or did they say... Um, they were very formal, so they had, like, an interview process, an application process, and I just simply didn't get the interview. And I, d- I knew it wasn't because of my talent. I knew they knew I was a good coach. It wasn't because of my integration. It was simply just trust. And I totally see it from their perspective. Like, hey, she might own her own gym, and, like, I'm not going to... Uh, that's great. Like, they, I respect their decision there. Um, but when they did trust me, they hired me, and it's been really cool. Did they hire you because they trust you, or they were just desperate? One day they ran out of coaches, and they're like, "Let's get to you." <laughs> Thanks, Savon. I'm just checking. I'm checking. I want to. I want to. I want to be very clear. Yeah. No. They they hired me. They they needed me. They wanted me. Yeah. Both. They needed you, and they wanted. Yeah. You. Both. They were hiring, and I said, "Like me, pick me." Uh-huh. <laughs> um, That's how Matt got married. He needed her, and he wanted her, and he just kept saying, "Bailey, pick me." Oh, can I say her name? Yeah, you can say her name. All right. Hey, the- Bailey. Shout out. <laughs> Now, now, and, and, and you have time now to coach there and train? Yeah, I think um, when I started there part-time, I was also, like, doing school. So then I got hired full-time. So I coached part- part-time at that gym. It was, like, two classes every other day or something like that for a year or two years. And then I have got hired full-time. So now I work a full 40-hour week. Um, and there's about three to four classes a day. And... I think that if you want to make time for anything, you will make time for it. So I train all day in the morning. I go back home, grab my food really fast, and go back to the gym. Do you have a boyfriend? No. Do the clients hit on you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> good question. You, there was only two ways around it. I don't know. You either, don't tell know. The <laughs> truth or you, you either tell the truth or you lie. There's oh, only two. man. Um, I feel like that happens in a lot of gyms. Though. I just like, remember when I was coaching, these guys came in, and there were, like, a couple older women in the class, and they, like, the older women came right up to me, and they were like, those guys just looked to you straight up and down. I was like, okay. <laughs> but, I mean, it's like when you find someone who is so fit and so confident in their role, like good coaches are, mm-hmm. like, that's attractive. Mm-hmm. doesn't hey, matter where you're coming from. Hey, I, we work with this guy, Jimmy Letchford. Do you know who that is? Mm-mm. And I feel like everywhere I go with him, women look at him like he's a fucking piece of meat. It's all confidence. <laughs> it's all confidence. Yeah, he has some pretty crazy stuff. He, oh, yeah. he has it. He has it, yeah. Like and if, if and you, he's built like a T-bone steak, too. Yeah. Uh, we, were just, we were just in uh, Montana, and this waitress just walks up to him and like looked at – like I don't even look at women like that. Just like <laughs> staring at his chest and shit. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's something there. I'm serious. Yeah. Like if you just you know like Jimmy? exude Do you know Jimmy? Confi- no, I oh, don't. Okay, okay. I want to know him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. Can, is he here? Can we go meet him? No, he's not here, but, but he does exude confidence. <laughs> yeah. I think competitively speaking, that's like huge. Like mm-hmm. if you hold your chest high and like you're just you, like other people are looking at you rather than you looking at other people. And from a competitive standpoint, that's super important. This picture is really good for my question that I didn't get to ask. Oh, okay, I can't wait ahead. to hear this. Um, what, what year is this from? You shouldn't clench your, hey, fi- you shouldn't clench your fist like that. 
Why not? I don't know. <laughs> my, my, that's my wife always tells me. Don't clench your fist. This is regionals in 2013. You look like you're 12. Okay. I probably was. So I was, <laughs> I was 20, 19 or 20. So young looking. Yeah. So uh, I want to hear about qualifying for regionals. 2011 was the first time you qualified? No, 2012. 2012, pardon me. So 2012, and you said that you didn't, your goal wasn't to make the games initially. Like, you, you made that change in 2016. Yeah. I want to know how your approach to each changed before and after that. Mm-hmm. Like during the Open or during regionals? Um, going into and during regionals. Okay. Um, kind of like the period we're in right now. I kind of wish I had a coach back then because I think things would be really different. So you didn't have a coach here on the left side? Um, I actually kind of did there, but more of like a mental coach. Like I wish I had someone that was like, you can go to the games. But he, but you had a mental coach. Well, he taught you well because you just spit now all sorts of <laughs> self-help one-liners this whole, yeah, this whole interview. So, I mean, that's good, right? Into this thing? Uh, yeah, no, this is it's just me. <laughs> uh, I just feel like back then I just held myself back. I was like, I'm not ready to go to the games. Like I'm just not there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and had I just changed that and been like, I could go to the games. Let's go. Um, so it was just as simple as convincing yourself that you could do it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Like, I don't doubt that my fitness would have been there. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you're at a certain level or if you have that potential, like, your mind is the power, you know? Um, like, you train for regionals. Like, there's fitness that goes in there. And, like, yeah, so there's some, like, genetics and stuff. But mm-hmm. it's mostly, like, do you believe that you can be that look that good? And if you don't, you have bad events you don't you don't uh, achieve what you're fully capable of yeah um does this resonate with you gary are you listening yeah of course yeah <laughs> i think it, it's it applies to anything in life like if you're at your job and you don't feel like um like you can just like be the best at your job then you're not gonna be gary did something even better than winning the games tell me he found love on tinder oh <laughs> That's awesome. I did. I did. did. He's he's blushing. (laughs) I mean, that is better than winning the games. Um, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I can't agree, but I'm I'm really proud of you. That's awesome. (laughs) Are you going to go to the games this year? Yes. Um, What is different about Tia Wright this year than last year? Like my inner dialogue, and I know why. I want to go. Why do you want to go? Half of it's really private. Um, what does that mean, it's really private? I just I haven't built up the courage to share that yet. Okay. And what's the other half? Um, I have, like, cultivated this energy of I just need to prove to myself that I can. Um, it has nothing to do with other people. I've just I've missed it so close so many times like this journey is maybe a little about the fitness but it is so much more about what it's teaching me about life and what it's going to do for other people and what that journey can do to influence others and that is like if I can go to the games I can help relay that to other people as well and it's a breakthrough it is, period. Going to the games would break through a lot of limitations that I've placed on myself that I will no longer have. 
Do do the men ever cry when they make it to the games at the regionals? Uh, I think Fakowski. I think Fakowski cried when he didn't make it. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't know about making. I'm sure somebody has. I mean, it's it's crying's not. It's it's just an emotional outburst. I agree. I cried, I, I cried this morning. My wife cried last night. What did you cry about this morning? I thought Bailey thought the cat died. <laughs> oh, shoot. That's not laughing. <laughs> I'm not laughing. <laughs> I'm not a, laughing. That's a heavy fucking morning, man. I love cats. Yeah, it was pretty It was pretty heavy. And when you found it? Uh, I came up here and I worked out, and then by the end of the class, the she texted me and let me know that the cat was like under the neighbor's house. Holy shit. How long have you had your kitty? Uh, like four or five years. Oh. No, four, something like that. The, the women... The, the the it, the women's events are like intense. So w- when when the games ended last year, um, every like I, I can remember who wasn't crying. Like all the camera people were crying. Mm-hmm. All the women were crying. I think like Jamie Green and Carrie Pierce weren't crying, and maybe like one other. But everyone else was fucking crying. Oh, it's so and intense. I, and I don't even know why I was crying. I know. Like I'm not I'm not sad. I'm not happy. I'm just fucking there working. I'm I just, honestly like, think Tia and Carrie kick ass. The like, experience I didn't do is anything. just so like. There's just no walls. The hand grenade of emotion goes off yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, thank you. Um, shrapnel crying. Yeah. Shrapnel crying. <laughs> shrapnel crying. Uh, An explosion. My, I feel my eyes water a little bit just thinking about it. Um, I, we had Becca Voigt in here. Something I've never talked about before, but she has she carries her emotion right fucking behind her eyeballs and her mouth. Oh. Did you notice that? It almost influences the tone of her voice. Like I feel like she could cry at any second, or that, or maybe cry is not the right word, but there will be an emotional um, surge come from her, hmm. like some like superhero power she has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of transparency with her and her feelings. It's a, it's it's a very intimate look, and I think you said it right. It's right behind her eyeballs. It's yeah. right there. Well, if you look at like how many times she's made it to the games, I think that. Like what I was saying, like that has creeped, that's been her journey, that's been her story. And it's it's really admirable, uh, the experience that she has. And so she's probably just carrying all of that. And for her to be able to like express that to people through just a simple look, that's freaking cool. Is yours really close? Are you, is your, is your like, and I don't know if this model's working for you, but is your emotional um, is emotional Tia, if I would separate it from cognitive Tia, like r- push right up against your mouth and your eyes? Um, like are you ready to explode emotionally? Are you emotionally volatile? Like right after that event? Yeah. After the last event of the regionals? Ugh. So hard. I was like, I was just like, okay, I need you to get were, off this You were stage. knocking on the door the oh whole time. Gosh. It was so scary. I think I have a picture. I don't know if I've posted it, but I have a picture of me like leaning on the 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 gates like looking at my coach like just like scrolling through the leaderboard like waiting for it to refresh mm-hmm. i was like did i do it did i do it did i do it wow look at that burpee picture that's an awesome picture of you it's actually a video and it's like mesmerizing <laughs> like <laughs> what is uh what, what what of all the events at the regionals what's an event that you thought you were going to do bad at that you did really good at an event you thought you were going to do poorly at and at when it was done you're like holy fuck okay Cool. So this was the beginning of like doing decent originals and it was um, 2016. Event one was the snatch ladder. Do you remember that? It was like 135, 145, 155, 165, 175 and the reps went down and you had like a time window to do it. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I, um, 
I was like, well, I'm just going to go out there and do my best. The first workout it's going to be great, whatever. And I was like, I'm expecting to get 12th or 15th or something like that. It was like my expectation. Um, but like was built into the plan. I was like, you can still go to the games if you get 15th or 12th. And I remember sitting in the stands and it, oh, it was after that whole day after event two also, which was the strict muscle up, uh, Nate. Yeah. Regional Nate. And I was sitting, this is so great. I was sitting next to my parents and I remember turning to my mom and I was watching all the rest of the women go because I was in the first heat because I barely qualified for regionals that year. I was in 40th place. Holy shit. Yeah. I barely, I was triple backfield. I graduated school. I <laughs> <laughs> should be a t-shirt. <laughs> um, I want to hear it. What's triple backfield mean? You graduate? Backfield? I was triple yeah, backfield. backfield. So all of those people were like invited to regionals and uh. then they all declined. And then they sent out another wave and they all declined to go team. And then I was invited. I barely so made it. What number were you really? Do you know? Were you like 64th? Well, no, because it was top 20. Because oh. Wes, I think I was honestly in like 27th or 28th, maybe even 32nd, something like that. Okay. Wow. So there were just up, so up many to 12 athletes. people declined, and that's what got you in. Right. Okay. Right. Okay, sorry. Triple backfield. Triple yeah. backfield. <laughs> I like that. So I went from 40th, and I was sitting in the stands watching all the rest of these people do the event. I was like, oh my gosh, mom. I think I did really well. <laughs> like, what? Um, I ended up taking, I think, 10th in the snatch, and I took second in the muscle-up, and I was in first place at the end of that day. Wow. What? So I went from last place to first place in one day. Wow. <laughs> you did do really well. Hey, is that <laughs> is that something you want? Do you want to be in first place the whole entire time, or does it give you a – you do? Yeah. You just want to go out, kick ass, stay in the top, yeah. and never backslide. Yeah. Okay. Seems obvious. Yeah. How about someone like Matt Fraser, who's you're you're saying that it was in the plan to get 12th place. Mm. He's never ever ever happy unless he takes first place. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just like back there, wouldn't you say, Matt? Yeah. I mean, he's he's first or nothing. Yeah. He's not like, oh, it's a long run. I'm gonna I'm okay taking. It's a good mentality. It's a sprint. I'm okay. That's why he is as good as he is. Yeah. Back then, that was like, yeah, I get that. Like that's what that's where I was at. Is that emotionally not sustainable? What he's doing for for most people? Because there's gonna be a shitload of letdown. Because he's not gonna take first on every single one. No, I no, I don't think he gets let down at all. I think. Well, I, maybe he is. Maybe he's like, oh crap, like whatever. And then, but like gone. He doesn't absorb that emotion. It doesn't become part of his performance. Um, maybe a glance at the leaderboard and then like, okay. Um, I don't know. I've never met him, but I'm guessing that's how it is. Um, but if you go into a weekend of competition and you want to take first the whole time, and you drop a little bit and maybe third, fourth, fifth, like you're still winning. So, like, if you shoot for fifth and you drop down a little bit, like, you're not there. So, like, shoot for the stars and end up in space. You know what I mean? It's awesome. Yeah. What, what region are you going to be competing in? West Coast. Oh, tell me about this new region. Is it scary? I was so nervous. And then, no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> who, 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 who's going to win that region? Who's going to take second place in that region? China Chow. Oh, it's a great. Uh, I like that. Who else is in there? Well, Haley Murillo took second in the open. So it went China Chow, Haley, and then me in the open. Congratulations. Thanks. That's awesome. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just, is that your highest placement ever in the open? Yeah. 
I was going to say something nasty, not to you, but to some of the listeners. I'll, I'm going to refrain. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, good for you. I kind of I feel like I'm missing out now. <laughs> <laughs> um, let, let your mind wander. <laughs> what? Are, are you strong? Yeah. And are you fast? Yes. This is the strongest I've ever been and the fastest I've ever been. And um, have you had to compromise any endurance because of that? No, not at all. Do you train with women or do you train with men? I train mostly by myself. I have a couple of people that hop in and out, which is really nice. But I mostly train by myself. Have you gone and um, made a pilgrimage to Nashville to cross the mayhem? No. No. Why not? Uh, maybe just not that opportunity yet. Because yeah, it's, it's in Tennessee. <laughs> but that's where the mojo is. Have you thought about going out there? No. Like, I've just never even... Yeah, yeah. no. I think you got to do that. I think you just got to, like, go online and, like, text or email Rich and be like, hey, I okay. want to come out and train. Thank you for that gift. I will yeah. I will do that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, that's what they do. <laughs> well, like. I want to be a they. Yeah, so. that's what they do. Who, who do, do you train with any of the names that we know? Any of the, Have you trained with any of these ladies? In, have you trained with Tia? Have you trained with a Sarah Sigmund's daughter? Have you trained with a Katrin? No. You're in your own. Tia Bubble. Yeah. <laughs> It's interesting. Yeah, because typically... Have you trained with, trained with China Cho? No. But she's, she's sort of... Well, I guess she's five-hour flight from you, three-hour flight from you. Do you know her? Um, we have met many... Actually, she came up to me after regionals last year. This is, like, so heartwarming. I have a lot of respect for her. Because um, she had kind of a good run at falling in and out of the games also. She did, yeah. I was bawling like just a clear mess um after regionals and she came up to me i was with my parents and she was just like keep trying she's like just keep trying she's like i know what it's like um and she was like i have a lot of like she did awesome this weekend and i was like oh my gosh mm. that was really nice of her to say when i met her she couldn't even um squat below parallel wow she was injured. She walked with a limp. She was a mess. I met her like in 2008. She was so just, cool. She was just some lady who goes to a CrossFit gym. Yeah, what a cool and I couldn't, Yeah, and just and, uh, basically squatted her way out of knee damage. Yeah. Wow. When you say you're going to the, um, maybe she doesn't even have a meniscus, does she? I don't know. I shouldn't start making shit up. Yeah, um, I, I remember the run you're talking about, though. Yeah. Because she was in this region. She was always at regionals and like knocking on the door for years. Yeah. She finally made it. Have you taken your L2? Yeah. You have? How it's actually it? expiring. Oh. I need to go do my L3. When your L2, what, tell me about your L2 expiring. It, it expires? How long does your L2 last? Like five years, I think. Uh, if you take your L1 and it's about to expire, you can take your L2 mm -hmm. and you don't need to take your L1. Right? Yeah. Is that how I feel it like works? you guys are that supposed to be right. telling me this. Yeah, we're, just, we're just media guys. We don't know, we don't know the details. I'm pretty sure we don't know right. the de We're just media guys. It's funny. People will comment, how does he know so little about sports? Oh, I'm not a sports guy. <laughs> not a sports guy. <laughs> kind of. I'm a, I'm a health and fitness I would say guy. You're, I would say you're a journalist. Thank you. Thank you. It's a cool title. How, 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 was, uh, how was the L2? Um, what did you learn there? I was, I love that stuff. I get really nerdy about coaching. Um, so I loved it. But uh, they, you know, they do like the, the basic breakouts of the nine movements that they do at the level one. And they, they have you teach one or more of the breakthroughs or the breakouts. Um, 
Are you ever like fuck you when like give you criticism? You're like I've been doing this for fucking three I years. I was so nervous. Yeah. I was like shaking. I was like oh, I don't even know the progression anymore. <laughs> like, um, and I think the biggest takeaway that I've heard other people say and that I remember taking away is that you can use less words to get stuff done. Um, you have an athlete, you don't need to go up to them and be like, okay, this is why, and this is what's happening. And now they're like, I don't even remember what movement we're doing. Um, and when you, all you had to say was extend your hips or squeeze your butt cheeks and like, boom, they're going to do it. So, well, and that also comes back to what you said earlier about knowing how to read clients and people like some people need more attention than others. Some people need, you know, a tactile cue or a verbal cue and like, how do you really get good at that? Yeah. I mean, it's not easy to do. So you like the feedback. Yeah. Do you ever get confused for that girl who was the games athlete? She was, uh, I forget her name, but she ended up, she ended up popping for steroids. Do you get confused? No. Cause oh, was it, um, in that picture, you kind of look like Natalie her. McLean. Oh yeah. No, I've never been, I've oh, never been mistaken yeah, for oh, her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you don't look like her right there. now, but in that, but in that, and that, and that's you over there on the, that's that, both of those are you. Those are both me. <laughs> those are both me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even recognize you over there. Isn't that but. crazy? Yeah. Yeah. That's actually the first weekend I met my coach. What school. shoes are you wearing? Those Addy Powers. Are they good? The red ones. Mm-hmm. I had like multiple pairs of those. Yeah, I loved them. Who makes those? Uh, Adidas. I was going to say Addy. <laughs> <laughs> Adidas. <laughs> don't wear them anymore. But. If you've been trying to go to the games for seven years and now... You know why you want to go. What was the motivation in the beginning? Was it the same motivation and you just weren't aware of it? or I wasn't mature enough back then. You were just, just doing stuff. Just, I was just you know, doing other things. And why do you have to attribute a meaning to it? A meaning to it? Why do you have to know why you want to go? Like why can't it just be like Why can't you just um, Is I, it too, is I it think too you hard? Can. Is I it think too you hard? Can. I think you can just go. I, I don't necessarily need a meeting, um, but my why has like just developed like over the years, and I just think that that's like happenstance that it's like come together at the same time. I'm sure there's other people that don't have a why. Um, I do think that if you want to have an influence on people, you need to know your why. Explain that to me. What do you mean an influence? Um, I think that CrossFit Games athletes are the best at what at fitness and you're your role model for people and they're gonna look up to you and you're sending a really important message which brings up a really good point for all these games athletes out there or just crossfitters in general who think it's cute to fucking publish pictures of eating donuts or captain crunch go fuck yourself <laughs> it's not cute it's fucking lame it's not the only thing they eat yeah, it's just like, who, yeah. care, who cares if you're in the fucking donut shop? It's like, I'm so fucking tired of that I shit. I know. It's so fucking annoying. Like, that's the only thing that games athletes do that I think is fucking... Like, cool, you're having a donut. I mean, that's what we used to make fun... That's People used to make fun of Twitter a few years ago because you're telling us what you're eating. And you know what? It's like irresponsible even. Yeah. Like, don't... Like, I used to watch this show, um, uh, Mad Men. Did you ever watch that show? I know what you're talking about. And every fucking show, that motherfucker's smoking a cigarette and drinking. And I'm yeah. like, God damn it, I just want to smoke and drink. I know. Even though I... I mean, <laughs> did you ever smoke? No. What? Well, that's what not the, fair. Like, everyone smoked in high school, right? What, what did you smoke? No, I smoked in college. Oh. Naughty girl. In high, that's what I meant. What did you, that's what, what I meant in college. Sm- uh, American Spirit. 
No, not like cigarettes like that. You oh, don't, I feed? feel like oh, that just had to weed. be like cigarette man. I'm from Washington. Right, right. <laughs> Pacific Northwest. You don't smoke weed anymore. No. Okay. Do you post pictures of yourself eating donuts? Um, you know what's? I was gonna say that. Okay. No, after regionals in 2016, I posted a picture of me eating a donut and holding a beer, and I, it was like ridiculous how many people, um, like liked it, and I didn't really have a following at the time. It had just like kind of taken off, and everybody loved it. I was like, what the heck? Um, but. That's like, like a celebratory thing. I don't. Yes. Like I'm not gonna yes. be like, hey, day to day, I like eat a bunch of donuts. Um, and here's the thing too. Like, if I'm also not gonna lie about it. Like, right. okay, I had a Snickers bar last night, and it's I freaking love it. chocolate. But like, right. like on a regular basis, I eat really well. At work, like you can ask everyone at my gym. I'm eating like ground turkey and rice and arugula. Like, do you eat arugula like this out of the container? No, you know what I do. I like. I take like a paper cup and I like put it in there and then put the, the dressing in it and you just eat it out of the cup um, because then it, like all the, the, the dressing gets on there way better. Mm. Or, or do you know there's only like one carb in an entire tub of arugula? Oh shit, there's I not didn't know that. Oh my, like what a pointless thing to eat. So I'll just open it and then pour the dressing in the big tub, shake it up and just eat the whole thing in one serving. Have you seen me eat that stuff? Yeah, this it's, one? it's weird. <laughs> I love arugula. I it's take so handfuls good. out and crumple it up into like the tightest ball <laughs> and then just throw it in. You might be grabbing a carb off of your hands. <laughs> of dirt? Yeah. Like this, like this shit. There. This is fucking nonsense. <laughs> this is like, and I do, I do think it's okay. Like if someone were shooting a video with you and you went in and out and that's who you are but i just mean just this gratuitous the I, the, the glorification of it i really right. i get pissed off it's it not, is it's not it's i gotta not, say it's not cool it's not like i'm not even saying it's bad like in the in the in the sense that some people are gonna take it it's just like take your be responsible yeah like if you're gonna post one picture of a, you eating a donut i want to see 300 other pictures of what you eat the rest of the year to because it only takes one rotten apple to spoil the bunch sorry go ahead um Oh, what was I going to say? Well, I was going to say that comes back to the responsibility that games athletes have. Right. That's that's that's, that's, that's what that's I was going to say. Yeah, like it's. Well, you don't need to. Matt just stole it from you. I got. I gotta say. That's on CrossFit's Insta. Yeah. Do you read the journal? Yeah, but this is this is ta- this is this is a, a photo. Uh, okay, go ahead. Go on. Gary, don't ever interrupt again. <laughs> no, no, Gary. That was <laughs> nice to hear your voice. I'm just joking. That was nice to hear your voice. <laughs> games athletes' responsibility. Yeah. We are role models, period. And I get, like, to be honest, my body, I've been doing this for so long. I re- oh, I remember the time where I thought, like. My son like, does that same move. I get so excited. Um, if I had a hamburger or, where, Avi? He's sitting right behind my backpack. Okay. Um, if I had a donut or I had a hamburger, I remember being like, oh, no, my abs disappeared. Literally, I would wake up the next morning and, like, they oh, were gone. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember that time period. Like, I've been there. I went through that. My body now doesn't do that. Like, I've just been at this for so long that I, I can't eat whatever I want. You can. I can. And it doesn't affect my performance. It doesn't affect my mood. It doesn't affect my energy levels. We have to cut all this out. I know, but here's the thing. <laughs> I choose to eat well. Right. Period. There would, be a, there would be a point where it wouldn't be sustainable, though, wouldn't it? I mean, you're also still young, right? Yeah, you built, You've built a hedge. I have no pain. Right? 
Like people train with pain. I have no pain. Wow. None. You have no fucking excuse not to make it to the game. I know. Wow. Incredible. No pain. Zero pain. No, no lingering injuries? Nothing. Nothing. Did you wow. play sports in high school? Mm-hmm. What did you play? Volleyball, track, tennis. Holy shit. Yeah. Those are them. And did you go to the junior prom? Uh, we had prom every year because I went to an all-girls high school. Oh, wow. There were 30 girls in my graduating class. <laughs> and did you go with a boy? Um, some of the years. Other years you just go as a group of girls? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. One of the years we'll just like got all together and like dressed up and looked cute. Your senior year, did you go to anything? Yeah. Senior year. Actually, I went to, it was like weird to be social, but I actually got to go to like an actual high school prom or maybe that was homecoming. Yeah. I went to a homecoming with a guy. Oh, look, there's Bob. Bob is on <laughs> bobmade.com. That's awesome. Bob made it. What advice do you give to parents who are sending their kids to their senior ball this year. It's coming up. Do you have any advice to parents? Like, should there be ground rules? What time should they have? Um, I would say host the party. Ooh. Mm, that's a good one. That is good. Host the party. How about a limo? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead and spring for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's old school. Bill's boys better open that door for the girls. Host the party. <laughs> Limo's okay. Boys open the door. The doors Door. for all the women. Yeah. My um. The girls. The girls. <laughs> <laughs> my senior year, my ball. My I don't. Oh, it's such a dickhead. My girlfriend went to the bathroom and she came out and her dress was dress was stuck in her panty. <laughs> and I got mad at her for that. And it's like you fucking idiot. She didn't want her dress stuck in her pantyhose. You should, I mean, I went over and pulled it out for yeah. her. Yeah. But it was like I got mad at her. Like I was embarrassed. And it was, it, what did you say? You should be. I don't remember. I was just. I, it, it turned into a curm- curmudgeon. I was being a little bit. Curmudgeon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. You know, like when. When you should be helping someone instead of getting mad at them. Yeah, that's like when a two-year-old doesn't know their emotions, or like a three-year-old. Yeah. They go from like really happy to like really sad, and then like really happy again. It's kind of like that. Like you just don't really know. But You're I was like, 18. Ooh. Yeah, well, <laughs> I feel like for men it's the same thing. <laughs> oh, that is so sexist. <laughs> Whatever. Men's maturity is a longer journey than the women's. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Yeah, not Matt. For sure. Matt, what? You're very, you're, 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 you're very mature. Mature? I, I'd say. I'd Emotionally, you're very mature. Yeah, I'm responsible. Responsible, yes. I don't know if I'd say mature yet. <laughs> do you have your own apartment? I have a house. You do. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Do you own? Mm-hmm. Holy, Holy shit! Wow. What? Wow. <laughs> Just from here, coming from here, it's. That quite, makes that makes you quite the catch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, wow. have, you have shelter. That's like one of the. Yeah. You, you can have, provide for yourself. Yeah. You yeah. have shelter, well, occupation. Don't get me wrong. My roommates help me pay my mortgage. Like, Nothing I'm very that. dependent on them. But, but that's cool. Yeah. You, you, it's, it's on you. Tell, it's me, tell me about your, your living situation. Are they CrossFitters? Yeah. One of them's our yoga coach. Okay. Um, she was a collegiate swimmer also. I have really great conversations with her. Mm. Um, her name is Corey, and she's got a dog. And When you say really great conversations, are you talking about like deep stuff? Yeah. Yeah. She just like, I think she just understands like the competitive zone. And so we'll talk about that and it's kind of cool. Are you Um, afraid to die? No. Do you think about death? Mm, Sometimes. I took a class on near death experiences. It was really cool. That's a college class? Yeah. I I had a really cool degree. 
That's some liberal arts shit right there, right? But no, no, you get your biology. I know. That's not even a. That's not even. It was like it was like a brain and behavior class. It's cool. Like psychs in the psych realm. So you have so so yoga teacher at your gym is one of your housemates. Correct. Who else? And then I met this girl on the internet. She just needed somewhere to live. She turned out to be really sweet. Um, That's like Gary met this girl on the internet. Took that. I had to tee that. I had to tee that. Her and I. uh, She turned out to be a Christian, which I love. We'll talk sometimes about just our faith. Um, Gary, are you? Is yours a Christian? Uh, no. Okay. I was gonna say maybe it's the same girl. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. She has a boyfriend. Um, and uh, it was funny because when she moved in, she like posted about it, and then her friends were like, "Oh my gosh, you live with Tia, right?" I was like, "What?" <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Did you say she does do CrossFit or doesn't? She does not. She does not. Mm-mm. How has she not caught the bug? How long has she lived there? Um, she's lived there for almost. A year and a half, I think. Maybe you're a bad representation. She's scared because of like how hard you work. I think it's work. financial. How does she? Oh. How does she eat? Similar to you, or she eats opposite? really well. Her dad's a personal trainer. Okay. Um, but not she's cool. She's no. Okay. She's doing he, a thing right ha- now he where he hates you. Just so you know, he hates you. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Um, I I don't know. I like learn. No, about, he does. Yeah, learn the lesson about talking about CrossFit too much. No, know? I mean, does she like see you shaking up the clamshell and she's like, oh, I should probably be doing that. Well, she's come before and she moves really well and she knows what she's doing when she goes to the gym. So I'm I'm like, when your finances work out, like I know she'll start. So it's not like a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish I could be there for her in that regard, but I can't. Um, because the games. Sure. I'm, else, oh yeah, like I could train could. her. I could train her. Well, you could have, let her train with you, probably for free. You could sneak her in, but you're doing game shit. I, I was gonna say like I don't. I get way more done when I train by myself. Did you get Matt's um, shake the clamshell? No. Oh, I did. I got it. It took me a little while. Yeah, I you, think it means I didn't get when the you joke. have the, when you have explain the, the joke. Um, it's like CrossFitters just you know you throw in the arugula, you throw in the avocado, you throw in the dressing, and you just shake it and you just eat for fuel. You're not even like you don't give a fuck. Oh, you know what I mean? Is that what you said? You throw yeah. the dressing in. And yeah, you I do just that. Shake it with the cup. So yeah. the clamshell is like those that white styrofoam things. I see. Right? Did I get it? That was yeah. good. The clam. Oh, the clamshell. Yeah. I got you. That was cool. Good one. I'll get a half point for that. This show's so inside. <laughs> Those are life hacks. But my, my, my point being... What does that, that mean, life hacks? Like oh, tricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tricks. yeah. If yeah. someone's going to be around somebody who's thriving in the nutrition space, the health space, yeah. overall life in general, you would think some of that would rub off. Not oh, they I'm have told me they're very inspired by me. Cool. It's cool. Um, Tell me about your first boyfriend. Uh, what counts a, as like boyfriend? Like you know the guy in the second grade who you pass notes with. Like Check yes or no. Heart. Do you remember him? Oh my god! Like probably like Jordan Harris. Ooh. You even know his name. Oh yeah, I can I still picture him. He had frosted tips. <laughs> oh wow! Like someone like he dyed his hair. Yeah, you know, like the little frosted tips. How old was he? He was my age. We were in like fourth, third, fourth grade. Oh, and then there was, I remember. Yeah, his name too, Kit Banko. Yeah. Kit or Kip? Kit. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Darren. Guys, what if they're listening? <laughs> I hope they are. They're not. They're not. <laughs> if they're not doing CrossFit, they're not listening. Yeah. And even the people who listen to the show are like fucking drug addicts. <laughs> I mean, but CrossFit's their drug. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Uh, not not like literally drug The addicts. symbolism. Yes. Come yeah. on, keep up to you. 
and my mom and Matt's mom. That's yeah. it. My mom and dad yeah. will listen for sure. Um, so so what? W- um, so you had this boyfriend in the fourth grade, mm-hmm. Jordan Harris. Yeah. And tell me how how I does guess that, it was third grade. Third grade. How does that go down? He wasn't like a boyfriend, but I don't know. I was like, gosh, he's so cute. Did you guys talk on the phone? No, there were no. You didn't have the phone with. Uh, in no, we just like really looked at each other like, across the recess. You know, like oh man. And then did you have a boyfriend you're in fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh no, grade? No, fourth like grade I had like, oh gosh, okay, transition, new school. Um, I went from public school to private school. And then there was just like a guy in middle school. And then in high school I dated my coach's son. And he was like significantly older. I was 14, he was 18. Oh it was like, <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. It was bad. My parents were pissed. No one should date an 18 year old man. My coach was mad because my coach was like, you, like, all of my players are off limits. And we were like, oops. What was the sport? Fly ball. Okay. Um, how, d- was he in the high school? Yeah, he was a senior and I was a freshman. Wow. And then when he graduated, did you guys stay together? No. Things ended before that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine being 14 and having an 18-year-old girlfriend? I mean, well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you? Yeah, again. Matt, did you? For a little bit, like, when I was... When you're a freshman, though, you don't really know what's happening in the world. But, like, these older people start hitting on you, and you're like, oh, that's cool. But they were, like, women. They were women. Yeah, this is... They, no, I don't want to talk about me. This isn't about me. Let's get back to... <laughs> let's get back to the boyfriend. <laughs> well, I don't really want to talk about boyfriends. <laughs> um, but it was an all-girls school. Mm-hmm. And so the coach had a son, and he would come to practice. Yeah. And so you met him. Yeah. And he talked to you. Yeah. And then your, did your parents approve of that? I didn't tell my parents for a long time. And but, then... But wouldn't they know? Like, you'd be on the phone in the kitchen talking to them or... Like cell phones? Oh. Those are a thing, right? You had cell phones then? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, wow, yeah. When I was in high school, the phone was on a I was cord. Say, that, that's an important piece of information. And, like, you had, to go, you had to go into the garage and shut the door on the fucking cord. This was the stage of the razor. Oh, okay. no, that was before oh, the razor. Oh, uh, okay. This was, like, the ones that, like, flip up, and they have, like, a keyboard, and then they flip back down, and there's, like, an actual phone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those were cool. Who made those? I remember the That one was Verizon, but... Okay, did you have... How old were you when you had your first cell phone? Um, my sister and I split a cell phone when I was in sixth grade because we were driving a half an hour. And so my mom needed a note because our school was 30 minutes away from our home. And so my mom was like, this is for the two of you. And if anything happens or you need to stay after for school or whatever, then you can call me. Why did your parents take you out of public school to drive you 30 minutes to school? They just didn't really like the middle school that was there. So they were going to skip us out for the middle school and then bring us back to the public high school. And my sister had made some really good friends when she was like there in the private school and they kind of all decided they were like well are we going to stay for high school and then they all stayed and then if you have to drive your kid 30 minutes to school that's 30 minutes there that's 30 minutes back that's an hour and then when you got to pick your kid up from school that's 30 minutes there and 30 minutes back yeah and like there was a bus love you there was i know there was a bus um that we would do every once in a while but then my mom also was the president of the parent teacher association so she's there a lot and then she coached volleyball and so it was just like it was it was accessible it was like did not you a kiss problem. this boyfriend yeah he's 18 yeah he, he was really gone, hot he could have <laughs> gone to jail <laughs> did he have frosted tips too no he was hawaiian is he married he i think he just got married his birthday is the third my birthday's the fourth it's kind of cool mm. it's the same month what was his name josh kalalau Call yeah, there's a lot of hot people in Hawaii. Yeah. There's a lot of hot Hawaiian dudes and hot. Hawaiian ladies. He's pretty hot. Is he, is, he, is he still living in the area? He lives up, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I think so. Does he do CrossFit? Mm, I don't think so. Do any of your friends from your volleyball team do CrossFit? Which volleyball team? The one that you in high school? Any of those years? Um, yeah, actually. Yeah. One of them does CrossFit. Um, she'll post about it every once in a while. She's getting married soon. Hmm. My college volleyball team, were, they were all like, like, why are you working out mid-season? Like, I can't believe you go to work out, like, before practice. Hmm. I was like, are you serious? I was like, you're a collegiate-level athlete, and you're making fun of me for being fit? All right. Fit shaming. Can fit shame. Can, can any so 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 can anyone go to the games? No. 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 I could train my ass off. I can eat perfectly, and I can still not go. Yeah. Yeah. And what is the what's the other piece? What's the third piece? Uh. Pathology. Something bad has to have happened to you as a kid, and so no. you're like pushing against it. The no, whole time. definitely not. Um. I think. A lot wow, of Wow, look, there he is, Gary. Stop it. Are you freaking serious? Yeah, that's him. Oh my gosh. Stop it. Keep <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, he was a baseball this player. This is like Well done. Oh, this is like man. a background interview. Jeez. Ooh, we played at Seattle picture. University oh. baseball. We have to know what makes you tick. What is that third factor? Man, that was a long time ago. Wow, he was pretty he's pretty successful. Oh, played on the hot corner. Yeah. He's a good athlete. What's that third factor? Man, what is that? Um, there's something about like just like ah, I can't put my tongue on it. What is it? It's like you being ability to like adapt quickly to things and like pick up on really finite detail. Um, and and that's like just like zooming in and being self-aware on like everything in life and being able to just like adjust quickly on it. Um, like people ask me all the time, like what the secret is on nutrition. I don't like I have nutrition coaches now, but like they're not telling me exactly what to eat. And back along the way, I just I'd eat something. I'd see how my body felt. And I'd adjust to it. And I was honest with myself, like very real, very honest with myself. And if it didn't work, OK, move on, move try something else like you I wrote about this on my blog you are the subject and you're the scientist in every aspect of your life and that is just like games athletes take life and they just apply that to everything um, and what I'm hearing is you're crazy crazy goal oriented sure singularly focused yeah but you can be super goal goal oriented and not be like self-aware or able to self-assess or pick up on things quickly um and just be kind of like oblivious and be really goal oriented and still not have what it takes no one taught you how to self-assess right mm, that's a good question it's something you just do and cultivate and get by cultivate i mean you you just get better and better and better at it yeah do you allow any distractions into your life? Not right now. No. D do they come? Mm-hmm. And, and do you ever feel bad? Mm. For either for yourself or for, let's say... Yeah. 
Um, we introduced a personal training program at our gym. So our full-time coaches can do personal training alongside coaching classes and they just like fit into the schedule wherever. And I said, no. And you feel bad for that? Yeah. Cause you want to contribute to the gym. Yeah. I want to help people. Like I took our personal training capacity at our gym and decreased it significantly because I just wasn't applying myself and I needed that energy and time to go to the games. And, um, what do the owners say about that? They're cool with it. Mm. <laughs> it's a balancing act. I don't think they understand what it takes. Does anyone besides the people who are doing it? Not this specifically. Yeah. This is something real. This is, man, it's big. Like, maybe this is something natural for people, but I take pride in the fact that I had to learn how to do this because I'll be able to express it and teach it to people. Learn how to do this. Let's go over one more time. What is this? Get over the hump. Like, push past that point that is holding you back. Is it the same thing for everyone? No. That, I, for, that like, for Tia Claire Toomey, mm -hmm. it was winning the games. Like, that's freaking cool. For her, it was just a, a bigger experience. For me, it's like getting to the games. But don't get me wrong, once I get there, it's going to be, like, epic. But, but I mean this hump. Yeah. Is it always... Is there only one hump? No, but I think and that when you can get past the first one, all the rest of them seem smaller. Okay. Everybody is faced with like one big thing in their life. And I'm so blessed that this is the one I get because I love it. Um, but everyone is faced with that one thing. And if you can learn to get through that, that one, um, or maybe there's multiple, I don't know. Um, then, then you're gaining the ability and the strength and like, um, yeah, is there a hump that you've gotten over at this point in your life? Like something, a challenge that you've, you know, does that, that, that has brought you to the hump you're currently facing? Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm sure in the past, but they're nowhere near as big as this, you know, I'm like almost on top of the hump right now. I'm like crushing it Gary got over a hump and then it came back then it got over it again <laughs> was it easier the second time Gary the the journey was similar the the thing was is that I built the hump to be larger than it was ah. so I got lazy fearing the hump and then when I finally tackled the mountain, I was like, it wasn't as bad as I made it out to be. And that's all mentality. If you want to make it to the CrossFit Games, you can't do that to yourself. You just can't. You have to be that self-aware that you're not doing that, you know? You're not doing what? Making it bigger or being afraid of it or... Don't, um, don't feed the hump. Yeah. Overcome like, it. Don't give it more energy. Yeah. Okay. Because the hump wants energy, because it's 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 made up in your head anyway, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to tell the story. You have to change the story from the hump getting no bigger. No more hump. No more hump. <laughs> so it's it's, it's not even. <laughs> so stop it. <laughs> the hump actually kind of goes away instead of getting over it. Totally. Isn't there something like like in the Matrix like that? You don't bend a spoon, you bend your mind, or some shit like that. <laughs> I like that accent you feel. Blue pill or red pill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? It, it reminds me of. Um, uh, letting yourself win. Yes. You know, and not wanting to lose. 
Because that's, right. that's a self-destructive behavior. And I think that enlarges the hump. Absolutely. That's like if you're having a conversation with someone and you're trying to like work out something, you tell them what you want. You don't tell them what you don't want. Mm. Right? Like when you're conversing with someone and maybe it's your boss, this is what I need. This is not like, don't do this with me. Don't do this with me. Like they're going to be like, ah, I don't know. Mm. But if you're like, I need you to provide this, then. My friend Carrie Peterson told me this is like, 10 years ago, I think even before CrossFit, 15 years ago, um, he's the one who directed the Ogar film, Man of Steel. Oh, yeah. Will of Steel. Will of Steel. Oh, Man of Steel is a Superman. I was like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, so what shouldn't I eat? He goes, dude, don't worry about what you shouldn't eat. Let's talk about what you should eat. There we go. I love that. These are the things you should eat. Bring these things into your life. The unconscious doesn't do don'ts. Right. It doesn't do nots. Right. So if you tell yourself not to do something, it doesn't register. Right. Like it just, it just literally like floats by. Right. Right. Or even worse, it can turn into a do. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It can it yeah. backfires. Don't have ice cream. Okay. That's all I want. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. You know, the only way I can relate to this. Now you're not wanting ice cream. Right. No, I want ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you're because you're busy worried about not wanting. Don't don't even do do yeah. nothing with it. How it's about just how go works. like I want kale. Kale, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. I can't believe arugula only has one carb in the entire fucking clamshell. And it was so big. I mean, maybe it was like one serving. I'm known to like misread stuff, but. <laughs> well, the point, the fact of the matter is, it's there's probably less than a block in there. Yeah, that's why I bet games athletes are like, I don't eat veggies. But God, the arugula is. <laughs> Do you know that I buy a clamshell? Is that, sh- that word's never been used. That's the third time it's been used in the show. <laughs> I um, love it. Um, clamshell. I buy. I buy. <laughs> there's two things that I'll buy. I'll buy a, a black iced tea, unsweetened, at Whole Foods every time I go shopping, and a clamshell of arugula, and I will always eat the whole entire clamshell on the way home. That's what I'm saying. And drink the black iced tea. Gotta did, do did it. Did you know that about me, man? I did not, but it's a fun little factoid. I didn't know the iced tea. Yeah, uh, iced tea's about that. That might. That's probably. 80% of the time. Do you have a go-to brand of arugula? No. I uh, No, I like the... Uh, no. Because they have like the Organic Girl, I think is what yeah, they have. Yeah, that's the one I get. Yeah. yeah. If it says organic on it, I get it. Yeah. I think organic's a scam. Really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell me about that. I think that they're just trying to make more money. <clears throat> Everything at this point is not as it was made. Who's, who's they? Just whoever marketing. You think it's just a marketing ploy? Yeah. What do you mean it's not as made? When I think of I, I read buy- that book, uh, like in defense of food or something like that, that like an apple was like 20% smaller in size and like 50% more rich in nutrient back like 40 years ago. So in order to get the same nutrients from an apple now, you'd have to eat four apples and they're bigger. And the organic ones including. So, like, you're going to eat an organic apple and spend the extra money when you could just eat a non-organic apple, and it's basically the same thing. You know, apples, I'm no expert, but apples are really, really trippy fruit. You know, you can't just go buy an apple seed and plant an apple tree, and it's going to give you a good apple. Apples have to fucking be grafted. Like, you can grow a 1,000 apples, apple trees from seed, and only one of them will produce... Oh, wow. And so we had an apple tree in my house. Yeah, it was grafted from somewhere. So there's two huge <laughs> apple farms. <laughs> it's true. Right. There's two. Michael Pollan writes about it. Um, there's two huge right. apple farms in the United States. Oh, I want to say him. there's one in the Middle East somewhere, and there's one on the East Coast, and they're basically the repositories of all 
all the different kinds of apples out, that are out there. But well, you said in the United States? There's one in the United States, somewhere on the East Coast. Oh, and there's one in the Middle East. <clears throat> and there's one in the Middle East. And I think the one in the United States has like, you know, 300 different kinds of apple trees. But basically, all apple trees have to come from there. That's so cool. You oh, have to grab them. You oh, have oh, to take oh. a branch. Did you, you know that there's like seed. only one seed bank that actually has like all of the seeds that are as pure as they can be? And it's in Norway. Is that the one that's buried in the mountain? I think so. It's like frozen and it's like, like, only select people can go there. Sounds like a Nicolas Cage movie. Hey. I want to go. I'm from Norway. I've got pride. There was, uh, <laughs> I think there was just an article on it. It leaked. They spent billions of dollars making it. The entire world contributed to it, and I think it leaked. And some of the seeds got damaged. I know, insane, right? I just broke my heart. I don't know. <laughs> now we're just making up a bunch of shit. Yeah. Someone should <laughs> Spread look rumors. At, uh, one of the seed banks just leaked. I think I posted about food there. I don't know what I wrote. How long have you been doing your blog? Um, I started... Um, uh, two years ago. What's the most intimate post you have on there? The one that made you go, oh, shit, I shouldn't have written that one. Oh, I don't know if I have any of those yet. Yeah. Um, yet. There, there's a lot more coming in, and it's going to be intense. I like it. Yeah. Intense is good. Yeah. Um, I kind of wrote about, I reflected on regionals in 2016, talking about, like, just not accomplishing the mission. Um. You barely made it. Yeah. You barely made I it barely in 16. Made it. So. Yeah. And in 17. Wow. Yeah. In 16, I was in the top five all weekend and missed it on the legless rope climbs, which was the last workout. Um, I think that picture's on so here. So you're feeling extremely confident because you, 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 but what I mean is in 2016, you were, you like, you didn't even really belong at the regionals. I had, I had to right? convince myself that I could like, that weekend happened, and I was sitting there with my mom. I was like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? I'm in first place. Um, they actually, I went back to the hotel, and then they called me, and they were like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm about to put my swimsuit on and go chill in the hot tub with, like, <laughs> my, like, and eat a hamburger. Like, um, and they were like, you're in first place. I was like, what? And they were like, come back. We want to do an interview. I was like, um, okay, I'll be there in 10 minutes. <laughs> like, uh, I had no idea. Should you have said no to that interview and, and gone with uh, resting? No, because okay. I crushed it all weekend. Okay. Um, and that weekend I went, okay, you do belong in the top five. Like, okay, let's change but our mentality. you qualified for that regional, what I'm saying is, is in 32nd place or something, right? 40th, yeah. 40th, whatever. Yeah. This year you're in third. Right, right, right. Like, it's just like, yeah, the confidence is there for sure. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. After you qualify for the games, what will you do in between the regionals and the games? Just training normal? Do you have a, d a different strategy? Well, have I've never trained for the games before, so it could be really cool. Have you talked to your coach about it? Mm, not yet, um, but he's obviously coached people through the games, so that'll, that'll be from his experience. Um, I feel like I need to take time off of work. Um, because of how well I want to do at the games, I'm not going to go to the games and just go to have fun, period. Like I'm going to go and I'm going to, I'm going to put my absolute best foot forward. Um, and I, I like, it'd be awesome in my rookie year to take top 10. So do you have a sponsor? Mm, not really. Can my gym sponsors me. I, there's sponsors that I like come and go, but, um, I want to represent someone that I love. And, like, I want to be all in with that company. Right. So I've just been, like, kind of waiting for that opportunity. What piece of equipment doesn't your gym have that you wish it did have? Pegboards. 
Oh, but there is one. No, that was at a different gym. I had oh. to drive down to my parents for that. Yeah, it was across from your parents' house. Ah, thank you, Matt. Sharp. <laughs> Still a trap up here. Um, when are they going to get that? I don't know. Can't you put in a request? We have. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Like, this gym is ridiculously productive. I think we've just got a lot of things going on. So. My last question for you. Okay. What advice do you give to affiliate owners, people who are managing affiliates, to make it the best gym possible? Systems. Install systems. Um, you can bring hard work out of your employees if you hold them to a high standard and tell them exactly what to do. Um, I show up, my coach's shirt is on, it's a whole different demeanor, and if the trashes are full, I take them out, period. Like, you don't walk by them and the trashes are full and you don't take them out. That's it. Um, we have a system that flows because our gym's classes run every half hour. Um, and they, like, kind of flow um, in a circle um, because there's just too many people. And, um, and then at the end of the night, like, same thing. Like, we check the bathrooms every half hour. Um, Restock retail every night, we mop every night, we clean the racks every night. Um, I just cleaned all the windows at the gym, which is like here, it's just windows everywhere. Um, there's just stuff, like the closing documents get done every night. Like you just install systems and you run it like a business and it'll happen. And it sounds like you feel ownership. <laughs> That's a fun word, I love that word. Because you wouldn't take out the trash if you didn't feel ownership, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like you, like you give a fuck. Yeah. How do they get you to give a fuck? Or do they make sure you give a fuck beforehand? There you go. Don't hire people who don't give a fuck. Hire people that are like solely invested in your company. So like maybe even before you were hired as a trainer, you took the trash out once or twice when you saw it was full. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I was always there to be like, what do you need? Like, I don't even work here, but I'll do anything. Um, we greet every single person at our gym by first name. Like they walk in, what's up? So-and-so. Um, everyone gets said hello to um, and goodbye to. And if you don't know their name, will you ask them, oh, I forget your name. What was your name? No, I know them all. Oh. And if I don't, I walk up to them and ask. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those weird things in life that I wish would just go away, and I force myself to do it all the time. If I don't know someone's name and I forgot it, just to go up and ask them again. Yeah, because the minute like, you pretend you don't know, you're like, oh, crap, I'm never going to know their name. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then, I, and, then I, and then I just won't use their name, and, and I just feel bad for that. Yeah. What was your name? <laughs> Gary. Gary. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Like it's it's a, like if he's offended by the fact that I forgot his name, fuck it. Like that's I'm asking you because I give a fuck. It's cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, it shouldn't be some people get offended by. No. But that's that's a nice like that's an easy thing for gyms to do mm -hmm. to get that intangible give a fuck. Mm -hmm. You know, just call people by their first names. Yeah. People say that to us all the time. They're like, that was by far one of the most impressive things. Um, this couple like walked in. They were so cute. They're like. Over 60, um, she's like training to be a nurse and like needs to be strong and he's just a total jokester and they walked in and Amy and Bob and I like, I met them, I got their names and then I like gave them their tour, came back, um, introduced them to Steve, I was like, this is Amy and Bob and they were like, you know my, like you, how do you, wow, you're good. And then right when they walked in for their first intro class, um, I was like, what's up Amy and Bob? And they were like, like, Oh, I can't believe you remembered our names. That's what we do. It's cool. What was your name? Tia. Tia. Tia right. Tia right. Is that Tia left? 
Or wrong. Wrong. Ooh. I was going to do that one, but I'm sure you've heard it a million times. Yeah. There was a guy in my class. His last name was Wong. We were always next to each other in line and by alphabet. So it was like white and Wong. <laughs> it's funny. That is good. I like that. <laughs> Super funny. I went to school with a, a Korean kid. I took Japanese in high school. And there was wow. a Korean kid in there. Yeah. Three years. You're in college, too. But there was, there was, yeah, uh, there was this kid named Eric Shim, and the Japanese teacher would say his name really quickly, like, Eric Shim. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hear it. Yeah. I hear it. Erection. Eric Shim. Erection. <laughs> as soon That's as he figured one. it out, he got so pissed. That's so funny. So pissed. We'll have you back. Yeah. Before the games. Okay. And we'll discuss. That'd be fun. I mean, if you don't make it, we won't have you. <laughs> regionals is becoming a career it's very hard to be good at regionals you're going to go to your seventh regionals mm -hmm. good luck to you thank wow. you seven is god's favorite number that is yeah, it's prime number two Ooh. five is man six is satan seven is god what, what? <laughs> what? he's heard this before i was even like is avi still here yeah Thank you, Gary, for coming in last minute. Thank you. Take Eric Maciel's place. See yeah. if you can do it right. Uh, we thanks are, for having me. This has been awesome. Yeah, thanks Good. for coming in. I had um, fun. This, uh, people have complained that I'm not prepared for podcasts. This is the only podcast I have not been prepared for. Oh, you did great. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, you're genuinely interesting. Mm -hmm. We're going to have you back on in a few months. We're going to find out what motivates you. There's, yeah. There's a 50% mystery. Mm -hmm. um, Gary Roberts is going to be doing... Something that looks like a podcast that's premium content only that will be in the journal from the East Regional and the West Regional and the CrossFit Games. We'll be doing it every single day and posting it in the journal as premium content interviews with athletes. Um, hopefully, we're going to get Brian Friend back. Mm. Are you mailing it in for the last week of regionals, just two? Yeah, I'm only going to two. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to be at West? I am going to West. Yes. I'll see you at East for a day. I'm going to see Josh Bridges in the West. I'm going to see Matt Fraser in the East. He's not in the East anymore. Oh, fuck. Who's in the East that I can see? Oh, I can see Cotrin. Uh, we got Vellner's there. Who? Friend of the, friend of the show. Yeah, total friend <laughs> of the show. <laughs> can I ask something? Yes, sir. Uh, when he asked you how you were going to do at Regionals, you did a, a happy dance in yeah. the chair, but I missed it. Oh. Can you, like, redo that? Yeah, like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Gary, you do the happy dance. <laughs> that's Gary one of the best ones. Move. I'm not on camera, but that's what that's I That's the one. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Gary. Yes, sir. Do you know how to land the plane? <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you guys. <laughs> uh, that was good, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not watch the... <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, Never the he mind. had a sound effect. I don't know where it was. I thought he would have told you. It's... Thank you so much. That was really fun. Yeah, thank you. I love conversation mode. It's fun.